Welcome to the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Hi, this is Blake Lindsay welcoming you to Zig Ziglar's Inspire Podcast. In this classic audio, Zig tells us that as salespeople, of course we need to ask questions, but they should not be mechanical or feel like an interrogation. Zig will give us a process to use that will build relationships and trust with our prospects. Turn it up and I'll be back in a few minutes. Questions are the answer, beginning with need analysis. Question. What is the best way to begin the sales presentation? Answer, with questions. What is the purpose of beginning with questions? Questions allow us to gather important information, which enables us to help our clients, and just as importantly, maybe more importantly, when we ask questions in a professional manner, we establish the most important aspect of the sales process, trust. The sales profession of the 90s must clearly understand that the sales prospect of the 90s is not only better informed, but is more cynical than any consumer in history. There has been so much marketing emphasis through the media, radio, TV, and print that today's consumer is very sophisticated. Questions are important, but a series of obvious questions designed to lead the prospect through the hoops and manipulate them to the point of reaching into their pockets to dig out their hard-earned dollars for you or me is not unlike a root canal without Novocaine. The prospect will not tolerate it. As professionals, we need to motivate the prospect to share their needs, wants, problems, and interests with us so we can motivate them to use our services to solve their problem. This brings us to an ethical question, and ethics is the foundation upon which we must build our career. What is the difference between motivation and manipulation? Unfortunately, these terms are often confused, but to compare motivation to manipulation is like comparing kindness to deceit. The difference lies in the intent of the person. Motivation will cause people to act out of free choice and desire, while manipulation often results in forced compliance. One is ethical and long-lasting, and the other is unethical and temporary. So, how do you ask the kind of questions that allow you to do a proper need analysis to begin your sales presentation? Well, there are three basic types of questions that allow us to discover the needs and wants of our clients and potential customers. And all questions, be they emotional or logical, fall into one of these three categories. The first is the open door questions. Open door questions allow the person being questioned to go wherever they like with their response. After all, your purpose is not to close in the prospect. You want them to move freely in the areas of their choosing. With the open door question, the wants, needs, desires, ideas, and opinions of the prospect are the focal points. You have imposed nothing and shown a sincere interest in your client. Open door questions are identified as the who, what, where, when, how, and why questions. They may also begin with the phrases. What do you think about? Or, how do you feel about? One of the major errors we make in asking open-door questions is to supply the answers. You're not giving a multiple-choice test. 
When you ask open-door questions, there will often be a moment of silence. While this can be terribly uncomfortable, a pause is often necessary for the person to form an insightful and intelligent response to your questions. Please avoid offering answers to the question based on your discomfort or the desire to show your insights into the situation. Salespeople are traditionally poor in this area. However, you will find there is a direct correlation between your commission check, dollar volume results, and your ability to ask open-door questions and then listen to the answer. The second kind of question is the closed-door question. If an open-door question is designed to allow the prospect to move freely wherever their thoughts take them, then the closed-door question is designed to keep them in a certain area for clarification or embellishment. We begin closed-door questions with phrases like, Would you tell me more about? Or, That's fascinating. What do you mean by? The third type of question is the yes or no question. This question demands a direct response. However, we will only use this question when we already know the answer. The danger of this kind of question is that if it is overused, it may be perceived as patronizing. Yes or no questions allow you to test the waters and check on your progress in the sales process. Some trainers call these questions trial closes because they can tell you if you are getting buy-in from the prospect based on the response. Now let's combine emotion and logic. Let's presume you have a product or service that saves your prospect money. At the end of your demonstration or presentation, when you have conclusively shown that your product or service does indeed save the prospect money, you should ask three questions. Can you see where our product would save you money? Are you interested in saving money? If you're ever going to start saving money, when do you think would be the best time to start? In the sales world, outstanding sales professionals are word merchants and picture painters. For example, Greg Watt of London, Ontario, Canada sells financial planning. He uses a simple analogy which he labels the walk to Toronto close. The idea is built around three questions that use words that paint very special pictures for Greg's prospects. His objective is to help people see clearly that it is not futile to attempt a small savings program because small amounts saved regularly have a multiplying factor that turns $100 per month into a significant sum of money over a period of time. Greg paints the picture clearly with these three questions. Mr. Prospect, if I offered you $100 to walk to Toronto, would you? Now, please understand that Greg lives 120 miles from Toronto, so he doesn't get the affirmative response very often. Second question, if there were a million dollars waiting for you when you arrived, you'd start walking right now, wouldn't you? Third, if I could show you how to arrive at the million-dollar city by saving $100 per month, you'd want to take the first step today, wouldn't you? The answer, more often than not, is yes. One of the strongest emotions any of us face is fear. And as I have already stated, the fear of loss is greater than the desire for gain. Obviously, you're trying to help the prospect by taking away their fear of losing money. You didn't create the fear. You're helping to eliminate it. Your first question, 
Can you see where our product would save you money begins the fear elimination process. You are now speaking to your prospect on an emotional level. The second question may seem quite obvious, but it must be asked. This simple and direct question, are you interested in saving money, brings the prospect from the world of emotion into the world of logic. Of course I'm interested in saving money. Why any person in their right mind is interested in saving money would be the mental response even if they simply reply, yes. Now, by the prospect's own admission, your product saves them money, and they are adamant in their desire to save money. Question three, if you were ever going to start saving money, when do you feel would be the best time to start calls for immediate action? It also reminds them emotionally that failure to take action might result in further losses of money. If, and that is a big if, you have made your presentation in such a way that you can expect an affirmative answer to question one, then the process will work for you. The principle works in many other areas as well. The conversational interrogation or conducting the comfortable interview. If you have been in sales for any length of time, you know the importance of getting the prospect to talk. The harder skills is knowing how to ask questions in such a way that it brings the conversation around to the benefits of what you are selling. You might want to listen to this podcast a couple of more times so that you can thoroughly ingest the important information that Zig was telling you about how to make questions work for you. I'm Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.